بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وسلم على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ما بعد أنسافت الله تبارك وتعالى after Nuh عليه السلام had called upon him to destroy and to do away with the kafirin with the disbelievers and after Allah tabarak wa ta'ala answered his dua he made his offspring those who remained we mentioned this yesterday from them those who said that there were uh, 30 40 who boarded the ship meaning from the believers from them those who said it were only his sons and there's no problem here because even if we say there was on the ship more than the three sons of Noah even if we say 30-40 then Allah mentions in the Quran that it was only his offspring that remained meaning through his three sons. And so anybody else who boarded the ship from the believers, then they didn't go on to have children who remained. But only the children and the offspring of Nuh salam. And so everybody who is on the earth today, everybody who is on the earth today, all of us, we are from the children of Nuh salam. Again, that is why he's referred to Abu al-Bashar al-Thani, the second father. Naam, because if there were those who remained from those offspring of Adam and those who were besides Nuh salam, had their offsprings remained, there would be upon the earth today those who would go back to other than Nuh. But because Allah made it so that only the offspring of Nuh would remain, then everyone on the, on the face of the earth today, uh, his lineage goes back to Nuh salam. From the children of uh, uh, of Nuh, we said one of, from them was Sam, and from him came Azar, the father of Ibrahim salam. Ten generations between Nuh and Ibrahim. Ten generations. Asharat Qurun. Naam. And so this brings us to the story of Ibrahim al-Khalil salam, the close and intimate friend of Allah, ta'ala, the one who Allah referred to as an ummah in and of himself, a nation in and of himself, from the ulul azm, min al-rusul, from the five determined messengers, abul anbiya referred to as Abu al-Anbiya, the father of the prophets, because most of the prophets that came after were from his lineage. Were from his lineage, from Ishaq and from Ismail. And there are those who mention that he had also another son called Madian. And so the Qabilat Madian, we hear in the Quran, to whom Shu'ayb, the Prophet of Allah Shu'ayb came to, he was from Madian. Yani his lineage goes back to Madian, and Madian was the son of 
of Ibrahim. Just like when we say Quraysh, Quraysh is referring to an individual. In reality, it goes back to an individual. Those who the Nasabun, the genealogists, they say, uh, was Fihr, one of the forefathers of the Prophet And so he had a nickname, Quraysh. And so when they say Quraysh or Kabilit Quraysh, the tribe of Quraysh goes back to him. And so likewise, Madian goes back to the tribe of Madian goes back to this individual, Madian, the son of Ibrahim. Naam. And so similar to the story of Nuh, we find the story of Ibrahim throughout the Quran in a number of places. And about whom Allah Azza wa Jal, he said, قَدْ كَانَتْ لَكُمْ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنَةٌ فِي إِبْرَاهِيمُ وَالَّذِينَ مَعَهِ إِذْ قَالُوا لِقَوْمِهِمْ إِنَّا بُرَآءُ مِنْكُمْ وَمِمَّا تَعْبُدُونَ مِنْ دُونِ اللَّهِ Until the end of the ayah where Allah he mentions that you have, indeed you have, for you an excellent example in Ibrahim. And those who were with him, when they said to their people, in minkum, we are free from you. We are free from you and that which you worship besides Allah. Why? Because a shaitan came again. Just as he came to the children of Adam, Bani Adam, he came to Bani Nuh, uh, to the uh, children of Nuh, Aulad Nuh. After Allah had annihilated the kuffar of the face of the earth, there remain nothing but the children of uh, 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 the, the believers on the, uh, on the ark and those who were saved. But then, shaitan came again and from them, those who began to worship the idols again. And to worship others besides Allah, direct ibadah to other than Allah and fall into the greatest sin and oppose that which they have been created for. Did not create the jinn or mankind except to worship me alone. However, shaitan came and made and caused them to commit the greatest crime of ashrq billah. Naam. And so, the same call again. Ya qawm i'budullah ma lakum min ilahin, min ilahin ghayru. O my people, worship Allah, you have no other God besides him. No other deity besides him. All of the, all of the prophets, ayyul ikhwa, all of the prophets, they focused on this call. They focused on the Tawheed of Allah. And whoever reads the Quran with a sound heart and a heart that is present and a heart that Allah has guided after being guided. Yani guidance upon guidance because how many read the Quran? They've been guided to the Quran but they miss this. They miss that which is the, the most important thing that Allah calls it in the Quran which is the Tawheed of Allah which is, which is to worship Him alone. How many, they read the Qur'an for many years, they memorize it, they read it. But yet, they've missed this. And just to give a recent example, my brothers, a recent example, very recent example, I believe in this shahr, this month. You know how the reminders go out on the WhatsApp these days, that's how it works now, all the reminders go out. And one reminder came to me, or one message came. It was a JPEG or an image. And on this image was summarized action after action, righteous actions. Things that we should do and things we should stay away from. And with every action, in brackets, the surah, the number of the surah and the number of the verse. 
And so, uh, be just. Yani, be, uh, be from the truthful. Don't deceive. Be good to the, to the orphan. Be good to your families. Don't fornicate. Don't kill. All of these, a long list, long list of actions, things we should do, the, the proof for it in the Quran. Things we should stay away from, the proof from it in the Quran. The, the proof of it in the Quran. Verse, chapter number, verse number. The list went on and on. Guess what was missing? Tawheed and shirk. This is the affair of the Muslim Ummah, my brothers. The ver- Allah Taala He mentions in the Quran, "Inna Allah la yaghfiru an yushrika bih, wa yaghfiru ma duna dhalik liman yasha." Allah, indeed, Allah does not forgive shirk, but He forgives lesser than than that to whomsoever He pleases. But look at what we receive by way of reminders from our Muslim brothers. Musiba yulikwa. This is a musiba. This is a calamity, my brothers. A calamity. And at the same time, it shows to me, to me and to you the favor of Allah ta'ala upon you, my brother, upon me. That he has guided us to, to, to constantly drill this matter home. The Tawheed of Allah. He's guided you to Tawheed. He's guided you to recognize it. He's guided you to learn it, to understand it. He's guided us to remind one another of it. And so, we have a great responsibility, my brothers. A great responsibility upon our shoulders to teach that also to the Muslims. For if this is their state, then they've missed it, my brothers. They're reading the Quran, but they're missing it. They're missing these verses. They're missing it. They're reading, but it's not going in. They're catching everything else but this. That is guidance upon guidance, my brothers, that Allah has guided you to. They have been guided to the Quran, but not that guidance thereafter. That finer guidance. Where Allah continues to guide you and guide you. Walhamdulillah. And so, my brothers, let us not fall into the same thing. When it comes to our children, our families, our wives, those around us, let us make sure that we teach them the Tawheed. If Allah has guided you, you to that we have to pass that on you have to follow the anbiya and this is from the greatest of reasons why Allah has mentioned the stories of the prophet we take them as a qudwa and that which took place with Ibrahim and his people many benefits many lessons from his da'wah again we see, immediately after Allah mentions you have in him a good example, the first thing that Allah shows to us from his examples is that he called to Tawheed. The very first thing that Allah mentions. The example of him calling to Tawheed. And not just calling to Tawheed, but without compromise. Without compromise. Inna bura'a we are free from you and that which you worship besides him. We have disbelieved in you and that which you worship. 
And there was يعني, appeared between us enmity and hatred forever up until you worship Allah alone. Up until you come back to that Tawheed. And so we learn, this is what we learn. We also learn the adab of munadhara from Ibrahim Islam. How to debate, how to, when you're calling, when you're giving da'wah, how to debate. For indeed he debated and he called his people, his father, the king. We don't have the, the time to go into all of the, the details and mention the ayat and, and so on. But that is upon you. That is upon you to go home in your own time. Read these stories. Take benefit. How he debated with them. The manner in how he debated with them and, and the angles from which, with, with which he, yani he came to them. Angles which established the proof upon them in a way which they were unable to reject. And how he smashed the idols and how he taught them in the simplest of ways. How he taught them in the most simplest of ways. Naam. Ya abati lima ta'budu ma ma la yasma' wa la yubsir wa la yugni anka shay'a Oh my father why do you worship that which does not hear wa la yubsir doesn't see and cannot avail you in any way giving them the simple da'wah making them reflect in the simplest of ways his sabr and his gentleness ayyul ikhwah we learn Ya abati, ya abati, ya abati, oh my dear father. That's patience, that gentleness. Salamun alayk. Salamun alayk. Peace to you. Naam. His iman, that strength of iman, that tawakkul upon Allah ta'ala. When they when they kindled the fire after smashing the idols and they, they decided to throw Ibrahim into the fire. قُلْنَا يَا نَارِ كُونِ بَرْدًا وَسَلَامًا عَلَى إِبْرَاهِيمٍ We said, Oh, fire, be cool and safe for Ibrahim. And his tawakkul and his iman and also, we learn from this, the Qudra of Allah wa Taala, and the Rasul, Rasul, Nabiya Muhammad, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, did he not say, "An al-Ummah, law ijtama'u ala ayyid al-ruk bi shay, lam yid al-ruk illa bi shayin, qad katab Allahu alayk." Know that if the Ummah, all of them, gathered together to harm you with something, they will never be able to harm you. Except with, with that which Allah has written will harm you. Naam. We see how he migrated with his religion. After this, yani occurrence of the fire, 
And after his people have rejected, he made hijrah. He migrated, which is the way of the believers. When they are able, or when they are commanded by Allah, that they migrate with their religion, because that is the most dearest thing to them. That is the most dearest thing to us. If we have to, my brothers, if we have to migrate, we have to migrate. There's nothing more dearer to us in these lands than your iman. If we have to, and that command comes, or we're in a situation where we're not able to practice our religion anymore, what is more dear to us? And that, that's the test, the true test. Now, we also see how Allah, he blessed he blessed him in old age and his wife يعني, with that which is beloved to a man. A man desires to have a son. He desires to have children. From the blessings of Allah. How in old age, over 80 years old, without children, Allah Azza wa Jal, he blessed them. He blessed them with Anbiya. He blessed them with Ismail. And he blessed them with Ishaq. Naam. And we mentioned already some from the scholars, those who say, uh, also Madian, and from him came Shu'ib. And that is why he's referred to as Abu Anbiya, as we mentioned. We also learn the great. And tremendous love that Ibrahim السلام, he had for Allah ta'ala, over all other things. After being blessed after all of these years, the most dearest thing to a man, having a son, eventually at that age, that Allah tested him to see, to test, it, to test his love, his love of of Allah, is it greater or the love for, for that which is far lesser than, uh, than the love of Allah? And the love of the worldly matters. And he commanded him to sacrifice his son. And again, without going into detail, we know that at the point of both of them submitting, Ibrahim salam submitting to the command of Allah, Ismail, his son, Submitting that if Allah has commanded you, then you will find me one who is who has submitted to the will of Allah. And so with the knife on his throat, and when Allah it was clear that his his love for Allah was clear, and they are from the Muslimin, those who submit, then Allah made it so that he sacrifices the ram in place of of Ismail. Some say that that ram, remember the, the, the sacrifice, the, the, the story you mentioned of the two sons of Adam and the sacrifice that both of them came with? We said one of them came with and the, the one whose, whose qurban was accepted, he put forward kapsh. He put forward a ram. And that was the one that was a, that was a sacrifice that was accepted. Some say, the Mufassirin, that Allah saved that ram Allah saved that ram and it was that ram which was given to Ibrahim uh, which, which was then sacrificed. Now, Wallahu ta'ala alam concerning that. We learn, ayyul ikhwa, many benefits. We learn the reasons behind 
or the wisdoms behind many of the manasik of Hajj and Umrah, which are connected and related to Ibrahim alayhi salam. Those rituals of Hajj and Umrah. Where do we stop, my brothers? Where do we stop with the benefits? These are just crumbs. These are just crumbs, ayyulukhwa. Even, not just in matters of, of aqeed and belief, but even in matters of, of fiqh. Actions, rulings, of, yeah, connected to worship, adab, mannerisms, and so on, from Ibrahim al-Islam. Ibrahim. Well, has commanded us to follow the, the religion of Ibrahim. Hmm? And so we see how Ibrahim salam, how he combined between making dua for the religious and worldly benefits together. He didn't just make dua for the worldly matters. Many of us may fall into this. We're living in the dunya. All we see before us right now is the dunya. And so we, we, we make dua for, and we want, and we seek, and we desire things in the, in, the, in the dunya, so we might make dua for that. But what we learn from Ibrahim is to combine between making dua for the religious and worldly matters together. Rabbi ja'al hadha baladan amina. My Lord, make this land a secure land. Warzuqa ahluhu min thamarat and provide its people with provisions. Naam. Rabbana waj'alna muslimaini lak wa min dhurriyatina. Wallah, make us as Muslims, me and my son Ismail. Cause us to be Muslims, those who submit to you and from our children. Rabbana wa ba'athfihim rasoola. Wallah, O our Lord, Send from amongst them a messenger. And so, dua for the, relig for the religious matters and for the, for the matters connected to the akhirah and our matters connected to our religion and matters connected to the dunya. Likewise also, making dua within worship. From the adab of dua is also making dua, and as the scholars they mentioned, that making dua whilst you're engaged in worship is better. وَإِذْ يَرْفَعُ إِبْرَاهِيمَ الْقَوَاعِدَ مِنَ الْبَيْتِ وَإِسْمَعِيلِ رَبَّنَا تَقَبَّلْ مِنَّا When Ibrahim, he was raising, building the foundations of the house with Ismail. رَبَّنَا تَقَبَّلْ مِنَّا Whilst they were doing it. Making dua whilst engaged in worship. And also um, after, after you finished and you've, you finished an action of worship. And then, those are the duas that that we mentioned. Rabbana ja'u waj'alna muslimayni lak and so on. Those ad'iyah and those du'as that he made. Naam. Likewise, and we'll finish with this, what we learn is Naam, that whoever is determined to perform a righteous action but he's prevented, he's prevented, then his reward is still with Allah. Just as Ibrahim intended to sacrifice and he was determined to sacrifice his son. However, the final moment, Allah ordered him to withhold. However, the, he still 
receive the reward from his Lord. We see also the legislative nature. Let me ask you a question, my brothers. Sometimes, kind of like a random question. Uh, sometimes on these WhatsApp messages, even other than WhatsApp, text messages, whatever, brother, he messages you and he says, Salam. Salam. You think maybe he's being lazy. Say the full thing, brother. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. That's lazy, right? Someone who's just salams. However, what we learn, my brothers, and don't make inkar, remember, don't reject something without knowledge. In fact, I heard Sheikh Salih Fawzan being asked this question. Sheikh Salih Fawzan, Hafidullah Ta'ala. I'm just saying salam. Salam. Sometimes you hear, brother, salam. Salam. That's it. Huh? Sheikh said, yes, there's a, there's a basis for this. When the, mala when the, when the malaika came to Ibrahim, when, when they came in the form of men, قالوا سلاما قال قال سلام Ibrahim responded with just salam not saying salam alaykum so again we learn from the adab the final one or the final two we learn also hastening to host and serve the guest. To hasten and to rush in serving the guest. When the angels gave salam, Ibrahim salam, he said, Salam. Anyone know the, the verb labith in Arabic? Labitha. What does that mean? Hmm? To rest, to stay, come labithed. As Allah mentions in the Quran, Quran, how long did you stay, rest and stay? You know, to the, to, the, to the, 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 those of the cave, the, the companions of the cave. Come labithtum. How long did you remain stay? However, it's preceded by the ma. Ma labith. So, a negation. To not stay. To not remain. But the meaning here is to not remain at all and to, 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 to not remain and to, to hasten. Hmm? Meaning when the guest came, he didn't sit around at all. He, yeah, he, he hastened and rushed. Didn't just sit around with the guest. He hastened to bring a roasted calf to feed the the guests. And so we learn the adab of how to deal with the guests. To, to uh, hasten and rush to serve the guests. And also, to, from the adab also, if you're able, and Allah has blessed you with wealth and so on, if you're able, to, to be prepared. To be prepared and have food ready. Because for Ibrahim salam to do this, they had yeah, and eat food prepared and ready for guests whenever they come. And you know how it is, brothers. Sometimes those relatives, you haven't seen them for five years. And they turn up. When they turn up, they turn up. They turn up. When they turn up, they turn up. They bring the whole crew. Hmm? And our generation or the younger generations, they're losing this. 
you'll be looking to get bis tea and biscuits. But, uh, you know, the older generation, alhamdulillah, our people, they had this. Those kebabs and pakoras and would, come, would be quick off the fryer. Yeah, and before they even stepped in the house, the kebabs are, are frying. Hmm? Again, this is from the adab, and we learn this from the anbiya. We learn from Nabiya Muhammad, Alhamdulillah, the Quran and the Sunnah, we have, men, we have much within these two sources. And from our Prophet, Muhammad, but also the previous Anbiya of Allah. May the peace and blessings of Allah be upon all of them. We ask Allah that He makes us of those who take them as our example. هذا وصلى الله عليه وسلم على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين